I know that I talk a lot on the podcast about the importance of having an abundance mindset when it comes to investing in your business, how you can't completely avoid spending any money if you want to level up to a place where you are running a profitable, sustainable business. However, (laughs) I am all about smart spending and spending money on the things that you need to spend money on and avoiding spending money on other things and where there are opportunities to create really valuable assets in your business for free. I am all about that, which is why I'm super excited about today's conversation with Gloria Chow. Gloria is a friend of mine, and she is a PR expert specializing in helping small business owners go from being unknown to being seen, heard, and valued without ever paying for ads or agencies. But perhaps you're thinking, well, Anami, I wasn't thinking of spending any money on PR. Not to worry. This is not a conversation about how to get yourself written up in magazines and newspapers, although certainly both of those are great opportunities. This is a conversation about how you can use the CPR method that Gloria teaches, which is sort of her proprietary pitch method to land your next sale, to pitch yourself as a speaker or a teacher at a conference to partner with local businesses, all kinds of different opportunities. Public relations used to have a very narrow definition, but these days it's everywhere. This is a relatively short episode, but has tons of great tips and strategies. And by the end, I know your wheels are going to be turning about how you can use this strategy in your business. So let's dive right in. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Hey, Gloria, it is so great to finally have you on This Can't Be That Hard. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know. It has been, I, you and I are in a mastermind together. I've gotten to know you and your like powerhouse work in the last year, and it has been super fun, and I have just been dying to share the amazing knowledge in your mind with my audience, so thanks for making the time to come out. I, um, one of the things that I really love about what we're going to be talking about today is I feel like this is a, like a sneak attack. Like nobody is calling me and being like, tell me how to do PR for photographers, because I don't think photographers have a really solid grasp of the fact that they could use PR and that PR should be a, a tool in their toolkit. So, um, why don't we start there? Why don't you talk a little bit about, um, you know, why photographers like everybody else need PR? Well, I think there's a couple things just from the overall thing is why does anyone need PR, right? We know that just getting eyeballs, so that's traffic referrals, that's not going to be sustainable, right? So you need to depend more on your network and especially in the online business where people have a wide variety of photographers to choose from, how are you going to stand out? Mm -hmm. Right. And then also just from a business perspective is 
We know that people, it takes like 25 touch points from when someone encounters you, let's say through an ad or on Instagram until they're ready to buy from you. So I think about getting organic PR, being cited on uh, like, you know, um, a reputable publication that reduces those 25 touch points, maybe to five touch points. So that way you're not only able to, you know, sell to them, but you can also charge more, right? Who doesn't want to say like, I am an expert in this and I've been featured here. So it does the selling for you, especially if you're not very comfortable selling and you know that like you can't depend on just ads or referrals because that's going to run out at some point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you've got, if you are comparing a couple of websites and you've got this person who, um, you, you know, two different friends told you two different photographers that you should consider hiring and both photographers have good work and both photographers charge around the same amount of money. And one website talks about, you know, this award and I was featured here and et cetera, et cetera. And those are publications or places that that person is familiar with is a bonus versus the one who doesn't have that. Like there's no, you know, that that's an easy way to make a decision. And I definitely feel like there are a lot of photographers who struggle with justifying their prices or feeling like they have to justify their prices. So yeah, that can be, that can be another thing. It also probably prepares your potential clients. You know, if they see like so-and-so featured in X magazine, they go into that first conversation with an expectation of higher price points. Um, it sort of adjusts yeah. their expectation level. 100%. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, and talk to me, I feel like when I first met you and started talking about PR, I was thinking about it from the traditional PR perspective of like, I need to be written up in a newspaper or a magazine. That's what PR is. But like, what are some of the other ways that you see, like, what does PR mean in 2022? You know, with social media and getting into the DMs with an editor, there's opportunities everywhere to be seen and heard and valued. So when I think of PR, it's really a part of marketing. But what I focus on is that organic free PR, where you can't convince a journalist at the New York Times to write about you because you give them a commission, right? It's a very varied landscape. I mean, there's a lot of like pay to play things. I purely focus on how can I establish myself enough as an expert where I can cold email somebody who I don't know, and they're going to be like, hmm, tell me more, right? And that's how I've built my entire business is I don't know any journalists. I used to be working in government, so I have no experience. So how can someone who is just starting out in photography get into the inbox of an editor without knowing them, right? And so that's kind of why my methods are different because traditionally it's all about, well, you need to hire this agency that specializes in photography PR and d depend on their relationships. And I've actually found that not to be true, that journalism is not dead. There are still legitimate writers out there who are willing to include new people to interview, even if you don't pay them, even if you don't give them free stuff, because that's not really journalism, you know? Sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, influencer marketing. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. OK, so how did how did you get into this? Like how you went from government into to PR? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, if, if anyone is, you know, I'm, I'm sure like considering, you know, a career change or maybe did a career change, this episode is for you. So um, I get asked this question all the time, but, you know, I really love communications. I love to see people win. And I was always kind of that like hype woman, you know, like I was your unofficial hype woman, whether it's just getting you into places or connecting with you. I just love it. I just love hyping people up. And so I wanted to work in PR after I knew that working in government was not for me. Um, I probably applied to like a thousand jobs and no PR agency would hire me because they're like, you need to have this experience. And I I was like, 
you know what? I'm just going to do it on my own. At that point, I was in my late twenties. I wasn't going to start from the bottom. So I just started cold calling. I started like working with tiny, tiny little startups and they're like, okay, we have this software. We don't really know. But like, if you want to get us on CNBC, we're not going to say no. So I just started picking up the phone and dialing the operator and just from cold calling and figuring out what's going to make that person stay on the phone with me enough to pass me on to the next person. I started to hack my own PR and figure out patterns. And that's how I came up with my three-step pitching method. It's called the CPR method. So talk me through that. So you're not going to hear this anywhere else because I kind of just came up with it from thinking, what are the emails that I've sent out of the thousands of emails that got opened, right? Because remember, I don't know any of these people. I didn't study journalism and I don't have a background in PR. So I, the pitch needs to be good. And what I realized is that when you're writing a pitch, um, you need to have these three things. You need to have credibility, point of view, and relevance. And a lot of people don't even know how to write a pitch, right? They might think, oh, I need to send them a ton of like, you know, whether it's a video or photos or attachments, write about my story and all my accolades. That is really not a pitch. That's kind of a, an unpublished autobiography. So I want you to reframe how you pitch to a journalist. The point of the CPR method is to establish that you have a point of view, that you're an expert, you have an opinion, right? And you know just enough about their, your stuff more than they do. It doesn't have mean that you have to be like a 30-year you know, veteran. It could just be you have an interesting take on pregnancy photos or you know how to not look cheesy for your next engagement photos and like three tips, right? That's kind of how you can structure it. So CPR stands for credibility, point of view, and relevance. Credibility is one very simple sentence. I am a photographer. I've worked with, you know, X, Y, and Z couples. This is what I'm finding, you know. Um, P stands for point of view. So maybe like, you know, three ways to rethink your, like I said, pregnancy photos or three cheesy poses not to do or whatever it is, right? I like threes. I like bullet points. It makes it easy for the journalists to know how you're going to add value to an article they're going to they're write. The last part of the CPR method is relevance. This is probably the most, most important one because it tells the journalist, this is something you need to open up right now and not something that you can file away for five years later. So when you think about relevance, I think about seasonality, right? So maybe it's a photo photo shoot in the summer. Maybe it's graduation. So at that point, it's May or June, or maybe it's virtual graduation, or maybe it's holiday photos. So how can you tie what you're doing to a season, to a trend, to something that you know isn't just you saying like, this needs to happen? That's what makes it timely. And that's probably the most important part of the pitch. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that in many ways, like anything else, when you're, when you're pitching someone an idea, the, <laughs> you want to do 95% of the work for them, right? Like that middle part that you were saying, the the point of view, if you're saying like three mistakes to avoid, you're almost writing their title for them. It's like you're kind of helping them do their homework. And then, um, and then, yeah, making it, I talk a lot it to my, in my podcast and in my course about the importance of deadlines and like content creators, editors, writers, they are on a constant content wheel, right? Like they have deadlines every day or every week or whatever. And um, and yeah, to, to give them something that's just like a softball of like, this is perfect for right now, um, really, I'm sure is a is a tantalizing kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah so ta like, let's do let's do a pretend one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, put me on the spot. No, exactly. Well, you're so good at this though. Um, the, the, I feel like I also want to take just a minute to point out to people that it doesn't, this does not necessarily have to be like 
a magazine or a newspaper or that's it, right? I mean, obviously, we're talking about blogs, podcasts, um, you know, I don't know. You probably know this better than I do, but there have got to be a lot of different kinds of channels that people could be pitching to at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, one one thing is obviously there's podcasts or speaking. There's also awards. Yeah. Yeah. The way that you have a value-driven conversation can be applied across the board, right? Because it's all about what's the value for them and not me, 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 me. So mm -hmm. when you can turn that around, there's no limit to the amount of tables you can be invited to, whether that's speaking, whether that's awards, whatever that is. I've used the same CPR method to get people to speak at South by Southwest and had the same thing to get a meeting at the UN. You know, it, it, it really works. So if the work of doing that, that, that work and figuring out what is your value add, that's not about me selling my product. That is a skill that is going to pay dividends throughout the rest of your career. Awesome. Okay. Let's do, I'm going to make this up and it's not going to be about me. Um, so let's say that you are helping a wedding photographer who is, um, who does like de destination weddings and wants to, uh, be a speaker at the next WPPI, which is the wedding and portrait photographers international. It's a like big Vegas based, um, photography conference every year. Mm -hmm. Ready? What else do you need? <laughs> well, I mean, to me, when I think about uh, like angles, I always think about either trends or actually like do's and don'ts. Okay. So maybe it could be new trends in luxury photography or how COVID has changed our perspective and what luxury photography means or three things you don't need to, you know, to include or three things, but, or it could also even be about negotiation, right? Because like, that's one thing, like I'm trying to plan my wedding. Like, I don't know what is normal and what's not. So it might be like three things your photographer doesn't want you to know, <laughs> or like three, like it could be so many things, right? It could be from posing. It could be from, um, from like what things to consider for your outfit. It could be lighting. It could be who else to invite. I mean, there's a lot of different ways, or you can look more macro, right? If you're not speaking to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm seeing in the photography industry in general. What does it mean? What does luxury premium mean versus like, you know, something that's not like, you know, I, I don't know that, but I think that's really a great one as well as just speaking more broadly about where the industry is going. Yeah. How frequently, since you are making these sort of time-based relevant topics, how frequently do you feel like people need to be changing their pitch. I mean, is that is season seasonally kind of the way that it works? Is it kosher to bring that back around and pitch the same idea the next year at the, you know? Yeah. Of of course. I mean, so the I think about it in two ways. So just like with copywriting, right? You there's you can always be testing, but we don't have, you know, so many hours in the day to do this. So if you were just starting out, I would ask myself, what is the pitch that's most likely going to return a response? And that's going to be one that is very specific. It's going to be one that maybe has some interesting data. So one thing is like you are sitting on a conduit, conduit of information. You can do a simple survey to your audience, whether it's consumers or other photographers, and, and get their point of view on what is cheesy or tacky or how corporate photography has changed, whatever that is, right? Even if you survey 20 people, you bring that data to a journalist and say, hey, I have this proprietary survey that has surveyed the attitudes of photographers pre and post COVID, like whatever those two groups are. They there you go. You're automatically an expert because they're not going to go and do this, you know, field work. So that's one way to think about it. Mm -hmm. So um, if you don't have time to do that then think about seasonality, right? Um, it's always going to be better if you can check more boxes. So seasonality, relevance, if you have data. Um, another thing is 
Um, it, I, I mean, this is not a heavily regulated industry, but if there's any kind of new policies or laws or, you know, like some things, if there's something going on in the news with a other, with like photographer, with like Canon or something like that, right? Something's happening, then you can maybe give in your insight as to what's happening. I'll give you an example. I worked with someone who sells like jewelry on Etsy. She's like 22 years old. Mm -hmm. And Etsy was basically kicking off a lot of these um, vendors if they didn't have like a 99.9% .9 satisfaction rate, if they didn't offer free shipping. And so she was able to get, you know, a conversation going with a top editor. Um, I think it was at like either BuzzFeed or Vox via Twitter, because she was like, hey, Etsy is saying that they're so pro small business, but like as a small business, I'm really finding it to be like really predatory. And this is my experience. And then that journalist responded to her right away and was like, let's get on the, on the phone and, and talk about it. So maybe it's, it's not bashing a big company, but maybe there's something happening in with like the big, big, big legacy players that you can make a comment on. They're not going to go come after you. You know, I don't think Canada's going to come after you. I don't think, you know, so that's another way to think about how you can write on the coattails of something that's, that's, a, that's a breaking news. And again, I want to bring this back to, yeah, there are like those big players and, you know, big photography conferences to apply to. And half of the people listening or more than half of the people listening may be thinking to themselves like this isn't that doesn't apply to me however if you were to pitch a story to your like local town family focused magazine and you're a family photographer and you get an article in there or an interview in there um, that, and then you can put that on your website and everything else, that's going to bring new eyes to your business, but also give you instant credibility with the, with the people who are coming to, to your business. Because, you know, if this magazine is going to write about you or if you're featured and you're writing in the magazine, um, that, yeah, that's, that's good, good PR as, uh, as I can say in a very yeah. way. <laughs> and and local is good, especially if your business is local. Think about feel good stories. It doesn't mean that you have to give away your stuff for free for charity, but there's a lot of feel good stories about, you know, like veterans or maybe like disabled people and like some kind of interesting collaboration or how you're building confidence. So think about how you can give back and um, that could be a really good feel good story that could really make you be more visible in the local community as someone who's making an impact. Yeah. We also have the double, um, yeah, I don't know, not the triple threat, the double threat of being able to provide images to go along with a story. If, um, if we're pitching to, to write a story, uh, and you know, maybe you could pitch, uh, something that's with one of your clients, if your client is on board. So yeah, sharing exactly. from like, a good perspective. Yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Think about who's doing good work, who's doing something interesting, partner with them, and maybe it's their donation, but you can also play a part in that story. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. This is, um, this is all such good information. So um, the CPR method, when you're pitching anybody about anything that you're going to do, um, is has become like a very integral part of the way that I do everything from reaching out to podcasters to applying to speak. And, um, and so, yeah, you've helped me a ton and I know that this is going to help our listeners a ton as well. Gloria, tell everybody where they can find you so that they can follow along. You've got your own podcast. Yeah. So I have a small business PR podcast. You can search for it. It's on Apple Stitcher. It's literally called small business PR. And I don't, 
think there's anyone else doing a, a podcast with this name, so you won't be able to miss it. And I encourage everyone to watch my signature PR masterclass. I actually reveal step-by-step -step, uh, the, the anatomy of a pitch, how to, how to write in the subject line. I show you the pitch that got someone into Fast Company, into Forbes. So um, it's really helped a lot of people who are just starting out. And you can watch it anytime at gloriachowpr.com slash masterclass. And the way you spell my last name is C-H-O-U. So Gloria, C-H-O-U pr.com slash masterclass, go and watch it. And um, I also have a Facebook group where I go live and, and, you know, we sometimes I'll surprise the people in there and we'll do like a pitch at it. You know, I'll go through why I think this pitch is good, why I think this pitch is not good. You can join the Facebook group at getfeaturednow.com. And I'm also on social media at Gloria Chow PR. Awesome. That's excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us and dropping all this good knowledge. And, uh, and yeah, I'll be seeing you soon. See you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Gloria. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.